Hopefully I don't go on another sneezing fit, by the way. Yesterday I oh. sneezed probably like 16 times in a row. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, that should make yeah. for great content. Yeah, Jane was like, bruh, <laughs> what is happening? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of a, a, a great um, thing to have while we're trying to record, Julian. Next time when it's freaking cold, how about you, I don't know, get up and change the temperature? Look, we've all been there. That's not even peak laziness. No, your peak laziness was when you ordered a pizza that you didn't <laughs> want just so that you could get the two liter soda that you actually wanted from That's Domino's. That's what I was going to say. It <laughs> wanted to go to the store to get it. You spent like 20 bucks just to get a soda. Yeah, I was ahead of uh, food delivery. You know, I was ahead of Uber Eats and all that. Oh my God. <laughs> I was forward thinking. <laughs> I I remember that so clearly, man. <laughs> so clearly. I was just like, what do you mean you ordered $20 worth of pizza so that you could get a $2.50 soda? <laughs> convenience fee, you know? Conven- oh, it's just convenience. Convenience fee, I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, man. I like... I was thinking about it yesterday like i used to never order things to be delivered with the exception of like pizza but even still i would like nine times out of ten i would just go pick it up because i didn't mm-hmm. want to pay for delivery or convenience fees but that has like significantly shifted now that you know covid is a thing and i've just been more and more tired after work you know every single day or every single week so i'm just like i just need someone to bring it to me like bring it to the door because that's the only place I'm willing to travel to to get my food now. <laughs> no, I feel you. And before we actually get into the pod, like I have a big pet peeve about yep. two things that were mentioned here. One, yep. convenience fees mm. are stupid. Yes. You're charging me for giving you money already. Yes. That Agreed. is stupid. Agreed. But here's my biggest pet peeve with food deliveries. Have you had that delivery person that puts the food right in front of your door yeah so you can't open your door you're gonna spill everything now i haven't had that issue because all of my doors open inwards oh see you're lucky mine opens so i have the regular door which opens inwards but i have a screen door that Uh, opens out uh, i see so they put it like right up against the screen door and you can't they put it right against the screen And so I can't open the door. I have to go out the other way and walk around my house to grab food. Oh, my God. That's actually really annoying. (laughs) It makes me me think about this meme that I saw uh, on Instagram. I think it was like two days ago. Um, And, you know, that... uh, that viral meme of that guy that was like that like blinked a lot like in surprise kind of like you know like excuse me mm-hmm. what so it yeah. was like his face in the clouds and the caption was uh my ancestors looking down on me complaining about uh delivery and whatnot when they had to hunt to survive every single day yeah <laughs> 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 I, I like, think my complaint's valid, you know? It's, like, it's who valid. does that? It's valid, because, I mean, like, why would you put it up against the screen door? Because, like, now they can't get out, but... 
I don't know. I just, yeah. That just made me think of that because I was just like, man, like I do, I do like randomly complain about stuff like that when like getting food has literally never been easier in my life. <laughs> yeah, the complaint, the complaint I have that people kind of roll their eyes about is every time I order food, I put in the notes, "Don't knock on my door, just leave it," because <laughs> oh I get the alert that you're there, right? Just yeah. leave it, and every time. These people knock on the door like they're the cops. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes I'm just not trying to wake people up. Like one time I had barely eaten all day, so I ordered food at like 10, 10 30. Yeah. yeah. And so I got there around like eleven twenty, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, please don't knock. This girl rolls up to my door, opens the screen, and uses the door knocker. You know, like <laughs> the metal yeah, and it's just like it scared the hell out of me. Oh man, that's like that's classic for you though. Whenever you're trying to do something that's like actually considerate of other people, like your family, something always tends to to go wrong and it just doesn't work out in your favor. Yeah, and she had the nerve to go. Yo, I hope you tip more than 20% in wow. the messages on the app. And I was like, are you serious? Wow, bro. You know what that was, though? Like, she was grumpy about having to deliver your food so late. And so she was like, I'm going to knock on his door on purpose. Because who's too lazy to go get food this late at night? Just go to the pantry. But and I'm they- helping you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm helping you. No, no, I hear you Sometimes you need some midnight fries. <laughs> Dude, that's a true statement. That yeah, is a true you know? statement. Sometimes you just need those fries, man. Yeah. Like, you just chilling. you like, yo, fries right now would hit. Mm-hmm. And so you get them. Wait, did you just order fries, though? No. No. I ordered, like, actual food. But, oh. like, I, the fries were my primary focus. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. I thought, I I thought those you, curlies. like, ordered, like, one large fry or something. And then I was about to clown you for that. But No, that's not worth it. I'm not trying to spend $7 for fries. <laughs> I know I basically spent twenty dollars for a soda years ago, but I'm much wiser than I am now. You literally spent twenty dollars for a two dollar and fifty cent soda. <laughs> but I'm wiser now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. While we're talking about pet peeves with like delivering food, I was trying to get food from like Chili's last night for me and Brittany, right? Mm-hmm. And um like we put the order in. First of all, their website, like mobile version, is terrible mm-hmm. and their app isn't great either. Like it's always glitching. And I'm always afraid that, you know, even though it says in the cart there's only two items, it's actually gonna be like six because we had to like click add to cart four times. Yeah. Um but uh so like we were trying to deliver it through uh Grubhub and Grubhub was like, nah. Nah, Ew. that's not gonna that that's not gonna work. Which I I already hate Grubhub because I yeah that was your mistake. Grubhub is trash, Listen, bro. I ordered Wingstop through Grubhub to be delivered. Right, this Bama definitely stole my food, bro. Like he <laughs> definitely yeah. just absconded with my Wingstop, and I was heated. So like, <laughs> for, I think for like two months, bro. Like I did not touch Grubhub at all. I was like, I I just I don't trust you. Anyways, so like we were trying to order it through there, and uh, they were like, oh, it's going to be like a 45-minute wait. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Tried to order it through them. It didn't work. So I went to their website, to Chili's website, and I ordered delivery through their website. And they're like, okay, it'll be like 45 minutes to an hour. 
And I was like, okay, fine. That's a long time to wait, but like, you know, no big deal. Uh, and I, we were watching a, a movie, I think. And after about like 40 minutes, Brittany was like, hey, can you check to see like what the update progress is for the delivery? And I looked on their webpage and it was like delivery canceled. And I was like, <laughs> 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 like, excuse me? <laughs> what do you mean deliveries canceled without like some sort of text or phone call to like let me know hey your delivery has been canceled and so like i like immediately my mood like shifted real quick and Brittany was like before you get mad like check your email and i checked my email and they sent me like three emails talking about like the the order had uh, been canceled um because their online system was down and i was just like I had to like swallow my pride because I wanted to call them and just like flame them for not informing me in a much more efficient manner. But they sent me like three emails, so I couldn't complain. But the issue is like no one's like checking their email like that, right? Like like who's sitting on normally you put like a phone number in, right? Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, so it's still on them. Why would you be like, yo? You know what the best way to notify him is? His email that I'm sure he's not checking right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, dude, I definitely, like, I am starting to have, like, some pet peeves come up with uh, delivering food and whatnot. I'm really tempted. No, it's annoying. Yeah. It's Uh, annoying. I'm going to start going back to just, you know, ordering pickup and go get it myself. The other thing that, like, Uber Eats, because that's the one I use, because Grubhub is trash. Also, DoorDash is trash, too. Yeah, Uber Eats is where it's at. I'll be real with you. But the thing that they've done is they give you this alert when the person's dropping your food off. They're like, give them a minute. You know, they're going to drop it off and you'll be good. So you wait like two or three minutes and you go pick it up. So the other day I was waiting and it gave me that alert. And so I gave it like three minutes. Mm -hmm. This girl is at my door. It was the most awkward thing ever. Oh. James like, you look like a stalker. <laughs> oh, bro. Did you just like open the door mm. right when she got up? Like, can't look away type of thing. Yeah. Those are always it was I'm always afraid. I'm always afraid I'm going to open the door like as they're bending down to like put my food down. Mm-hmm. You know, because I feel like that would just be super awkward. Like, they're bending down to put the food down, and I open the door, you know, ravenous. And they're <laughs> like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Oh, just oh, putting your dude, food down. Another thing. Another story with delivering food. I recently uh, really went mm-hmm. amazing, and nothing else. Else. I'm going to try and get some quesadillas. But I only really have two, like, solid options around me for Tex-Mex. Mm-hmm. One is Rosas, which, like, Rosas is really good, but it's also I pretty expensive. Those. Mm-hmm. Right, but then there's this other place that's called Casa del Bro, and <laughs> as a matter of as a matter of principle, I have repeatedly told myself and Brittany that I'm never going to order from a place called Casa del Bro. That sounds like two dude bros from yeah. college that are like, "Hey, man, we make some pretty good tacos. Let's make a restaurant," and that's exactly what they did. And I was like, "I'm not." I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna order from them just because their name yeah. irritates me that much, right? But I wanted quesadillas so bad, I got desperate because I didn't want to pay for roses, right? Mm-hmm. So I I swallowed my pride and I ordered from Casa del Bro, 
And on the mm-hmm. way to like, like the delivery guy on the way to bring my quesadilla to me, he messaged me for literally no reason. Like I got the alert that he was on the way. He was, he messaged me and he was like, uh, Hey boss, man, I just got your dia. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I was like, yep. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I got your Diaz. I got your Diaz, bro. Like, the fact that he called me boss and didn't fully type out the word quesadillas made me immediately regret my decision. It's <laughs> like, this is just not the type of, of people that I want to interact with or give my money to. They're just not the type of people I want to do that to. So, but yeah. the question was, how was it? Unfortunately, it was actually pretty good. There you go. Those dude bros. Yeah. You know, they got you, boss man. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. All right, I guess we should actually talk about the things we we're supposed to talk about for this episode. This week has been a week. Yeah, like, you can say that again. I can't even say that 2020 is really ramping up. It's just continuing kind of playing some of the old hits and yeah. introducing some new hits. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Just like we, uh, just to start the story light, you know, they found a 17 foot, two inch shark in Nova Scotia that was over 3,500 pounds. Oh my God. <laughs> like she's over 50 years old and is definitely like the largest female shark that, like, that at least I've heard of. Um, also I did not know that great white sharks could like reach up to 20 feet. That's, that's it. Yeah. So that's, what's crazy is that's, that's not absurd. even the biggest one. Like the a great white shark can be bigger than a Ford F-150, uh, which I just don't, my brain cannot comprehend that. And there's things that are even bigger than those sharks in the ocean. So yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The ocean is terrifying. Ocean. Yeah, so that's one, two NFL games have been suspended now. Yeah, Corona, the Titan Steelers game, which now I'm thinking about it was probably one of the better games of this week. Probably because this week's lineup of games just is not very inspiring. It's not very inspiring. And the best game of the week, the Patriots Chiefs game, as of what, 45 minutes ago, it is now postponed because Cam Newton has coronavirus. So I'm actually really curious to see like what is going to come of this because obviously the the fear and the the scary thing with COVID is how quickly and how easily it can spread, right? So like mm-hmm. if this continues to be a trend over the next couple of days, you know, with team members for various NFL teams contracting COVID, like is the NFL just going to suspend its season or are they just going to like postpone multiple games for two weeks and then just restart the season as normal? Are they going to try and force all the teams that had to postpone their games to, you know, play with essentially no bye week afterwards and just do 13 straight games? Like what, what do you think they're going to do with this? Um, I don't know. I think, I, I don't think it's fair to just, keep going as normal you know what i mean yeah because so if you take this the titans and the steelers for example Mm -hmm. they're off this week because of corona but then they're gonna have to play 13 straight weeks which means like that team's gonna be in shambles by the end of the season 100 percent. and so what i'm thinking is 
And I guess now the Patriots and the Chiefs will be the same way. Just a long sled. And so what I'm thinking yeah. that maybe they should do is maybe they should postpone for a few weeks for everybody. Mm-hmm. Get this testing done. Get back to zero. And then go. Because I mean, I- first, you can't really expect teams to play 13 weeks in a row. That's kind of insane. True. And in the Titans case they'll have to play a football game without having practiced in two weeks. And with all the injuries that we've seen already, like, what do you think that's going to do if they just go out having not practiced at all? Right. And that was going to be my big thing. Cause like football is already an incredibly violent collision sport in which like these guys' bodies are more broken down than, you know, they really let us know in the public. Um, and we've already seen a rash of injuries. Like, look, look what happened to the 49ers week two, you know, like they lost, I think it was like eight starters or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. like they lost a significant chunk of their starters or like their second stringers in one game. Um, and that was just because they, they didn't really have a legitimate preseason, um, because you now they like, those players, the NFL players, I always talk about like the need to build your body up, like the need to build <clears throat> your body calluses up, so that you mm-hmm. can withstand you know the the rigors of the season. Um, <clears throat> so with the NFL already not having a preseason, and now you're having COVID issues, trying to throw them straight back into a full season, I don't know. It just it feels like you're going to be damaging your your own like entertainment value because like none of those guys are going to be healthy you know yeah and i think what happened is i think people kind of took it for granted because the nba made it all the way to the finals without having to worry about this right right because they did it but they did it differently than the nfl doing it. the nfl doesn't really seem to care as much about Obviously. yeah about it they just seem to kind of want the games to just go you know what i mean oh yeah and yeah. so i think they need to really take a second and start to evaluate. Plus, if if we're going to be honest here, I think it'll be good for the NFC East at least to have a month off and Woo. really get things together, you know? Yes, Lord. <laughs> Even though my Washington football team is actually garbage, they are still tied for uh, first in the NFC East at one, at and, one, two. And, two. At one and two. Like, yeah. the division winners yeah. could have six wins. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, I w- I wouldn't be opposed to it, um, but I'm definitely curious to see like what the NFL does. Um, but I mean, the NFL's news is not even like the biggest news to come out this week. Um, yeah, not at all. Just some some quick hits here. The California wildfires have now burned up to four million acres, um, mm-hmm. and you know, still a, a a problem that's raging on. Um, and you know, it's difficult to see where the end is going to come from, but hopefully it does come soon. Um, Harvey Weinstein is facing six more sexual assault, assault charges. Wow. Really struggle with that sentence in LA. Um, Trump, uh, president Trump and his various staffers have contracted and Melania COVID. Yeah. Uh, and Melania. Uh, they've contracted COVID um, and uh, obviously steps have been taken to, to kind of um, monitor their situation and, and get them the uh, assistance and, and medical attention that they need. Um, and then as a result of the announcement that Trump and Melania and various other staffers contracted COVID, um, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok all have had to come out and say that posts wishing for Trump's death violates each platform's content policies, which there's a lot to unpack with that last yeah. line in and of itself. 
Um, before we unpack that, the other quick hits we have is the LA Times apologized for their racism. Oh, right. I um, saw that. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, apparently the Supreme Court ruled that Subway can't call their bread bread. Wait, what? Because there's too much sugar in it. Yeah. Huh. So what is it? I don't know. They say it's too much sugar in it. So. Okay, but like, what what do we call it then if it's not bread? Uh, that's a good question, man. And I don't mean like the highest U.S. Supreme Court, by the way. I don't believe that they wasted their time on that. <laughs> I should hope not, man. Yeah. I uh, should, but yeah. It's uh, not bread. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about that. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll circle back to is it bread or is it not bread. Um, in a second, um, I definitely want to first start off with all of this, uh, Trump COVID stuff and the reaction to social media, uh, the predictable reaction, I guess you could call it from various mm-hmm. people on social media. Um, cause I mean, we, you and I were, were talking about this beforehand, but I mean, the, the, the action, the, the, the reaction, I guess, of actually celebrating or being happy that someone contracted COVID-19 uh, and wishing for their death, uh, regardless of who they are, is just flat out wrong. Yeah, that's like, not it's just It's like. just flat out wrong. Um, I, I get why people hate Donald Trump. Um, you know, he has inflamed a lot of issues in this country and not taking responsibility for it. He has displayed immaturity in leadership. Uh, he has displayed uh, an unstable mentality in, in his public-facing um, comments and 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 uh, things like that. But as much as I do not agree with his politics, as much as I rail against the decisions that he's made, I am not going to wish for his death. You know, I'm going to pray that he receives the medical attention that he needs and that he's able to make a complete recovery uh, because I'm, I'm not wanting his death. I, w- I would like him out of office, uh, but I'm not going to join in with people like hoping that COVID takes him out, you know? Yeah. I think it's just, I think it's just lame as hell to wish for someone to die, you know, because yeah. you disagree with how they go about things. Right. You know, I just think like we're better than that. And Hopefully, most of us were raised better than that. And from what I've heard about people who've had corona, like, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. That sounds absolutely terrible. If anything, um, I hope for their recovery. That'd be great. Um, And I also think that the people who think that him having it is a hoax should probably chill out there, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's let's ease up on on inflaming even more so the whole fake news aspect of everything surrounding everything Trump says and does. Yeah, like I think the thing that people are having a hard time grasping is that some people who ask for empathy aren't necessarily going to be the ones who give the same amount, mm-hmm. you know. But at the same time, you should still give empathy and care to people despite how they have been in the past, you know, because it's just a you thing yes. at this point. Yes, absolutely. So. And, you know, I'm I'm definitely of the mentality that 
right now it's like even more important for us to be able to hold true to how we were raised and hold true to uh you know just the the type of people that we would like to be um especially when it comes to how we interact with think about or talk about those that we disagree with you know those that are on the opposite side of, of the the aisle from us so to speak um because there's already enough division and divisiveness and hatred out there. Um, so I think it's really important that, you know, we all start to focus on how can I maintain um, myself and the way that I'm acting and treating uh, uh, other people so that I'm not adding to this problem, but instead I'm, you know, taking away from the problem and providing solutions to it, you know? Yeah. I think it, like, it's perfectly fine to be angry, right? Yeah. Like you can be angry without wishing for someone to die. Agreed. You know. Agreed. And so I think that can, distinction has to be made. Yeah, and you can you can fight for change and not lose your heart to just hatred of the other people uh, the other person, you know? Like you can fight for what you believe is right without allowing that toxicity to to take over. You know, it's not easy, mm -hmm. but you know that's definitely something that you can do and I think it's a, that's a goal that we should all um, be shooting for. Um, yeah. Now, the other part of this, um, aside from, you know, people's reactions to the news online, uh, is just the fact that our president contracted Corona. Like that in and of itself is a huge deal. Even if, you know, he makes a full recovery, like I, at least in our lifetime, like we haven't been alive in this situation, in which like our president's health was like legitimately threatened, you know? So like yeah. the, the reactions from the, the white house and, you know, the, the proper procedures that should follow, you know, if the worst happens, like all of that stuff, I'm very curious about. So like, you know, what happens if, you know, Trump isn't able to make a full recovery, like where do we go from there? Uh, that, well, I mean, there's obviously like rules of secession and everything that we learned about, you know, Pence would be up next. And then, Right from there, um, but I don't know. I think it's uh, I I have not failed to see the irony in the fact that those who failed to properly wear the PPE when needed mm -hmm. caught it. You know, mm -hmm. I think we should really impress on that message again to wear masks and stuff. Yeah, especially as you know, if there's going to be an election, which you may have to stand in line for. Um, right. But I think if anything, like if anyone's going to get good care and treatment, it'll be our president, right? Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. But I do agree with you with um, just trying to like reiterate uh, the, the importance of wearing a mask and staying socially distant and washing your hands uh, and all that kind of stuff. Um because I, now that I'm back working, uh, you know, every day there are various kids, you know, that I have to remind to cover their face with the mask and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they're kids, so they kind of lack maturity and consistency when it comes to things that they need to do. Um, but I have definitely noticed that, like, some students feel more empowered um, to not wear a mask. Uh, because someone as important as the president 
and those around him were not wearing masks and were making fun of people for wearing masks uh, and all that kind of stuff. So now that our, our president um, has caught it, I hope that, you know, this will really uh, impress on those particular students' minds and uh, the importance of actually putting that mask on, you know, and, and not being too close to people. Um, one one would hope. Uh, let's just not, like, you know, listen to people like Matt Gates who says that our president catching it is a sign that social distancing doesn't work. You know, so yeah, no, let's I, ignore, let's yeah, ignore that. I would not agree. I would not agree with that mentality <laughs> at all. Um, as someone who has to work in, in a school and be in the same room um, with kids who are coming from God knows where uh, every single day, staying socially distanced is definitely a, an important and crucial thing. Um, and, and, you know, what we're going to see pretty soon here is more schools opening up their doors to more of their students coming back in person. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that we're kind of making it through the first nine weeks uh, period of the school year and we haven't had huge outbreaks, there's going to be more parents pushing for their kids to go back uh, to school so that they can get a, a better um, experience with their education. Um, so it's going to be even more important moving forward that all of these kids and teachers and administrators and parents understand the importance of staying socially distanced, keeping your mask on and washing your hands because the moment we have more people in the same space is the exact same moment that the, the threat and the danger of COVID goes up. So true. Very true. Very true. So yeah, I think it's a very obvious that we should be hoping for, a smooth recovery for everyone who has it, not just the president. I mean, like everybody, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, remember to be civil. You don't have to wish for someone's death, even though you disagree with them. Agreed. Yeah. And yeah, man, uh, <laughs> I don't know, just because this week was so difficult <laughs> and obviously so many insane things are continuing to happen. Like, um, I've kind of like circled back to that mentality that I had a few weeks ago of, you know, do whatever it is that you need to do uh, to take care of you, uh, unplug and, you know, focus on some positive things, you know, find some laughter um, and find opportunities to, to be kind to other people. Uh, Cause we really need to be taking care of ourselves right now, man. Like, yeah. Like yeah, because with everything happening, it's it's draining, you know. Yes. Like, if you really want to cheer yourself up, take in some uh, debate memes, you know. <laughs> take some debate memes uh, in, because uh, God, man, can you even call it I, a debate? Though that's my question. Can you call it a debate? I wouldn't call that a debate. I don't know what I would call that. To be honest with you, um, I I have no idea. It just sounded like two old people arguing and one other old people just person just struggling to maintain control <laughs> i have to say brother right now i think the like least desired job in america is moderator between trump and biden like i i don't know, you know what really the, the thing that was there. weird about it and i'm very disappointed they didn't think about it until afterwards i don't know why they just didn't just give him a button to mute someone's microphone you know, that would have solved everything. That's a brilliant idea. That like, is- if they can do that on around the horn, mm-hmm. they can't do that on a debate for president. 
that is a brilliant idea and much better than some of the stuff that I heard. Uh, some people were, were kind of uh, toying with the idea of uh, having Joe Rogan be the moderator for the next debate, which I think is a horrific idea. Yeah, like, like, that's, not, that's not what we need. We, we just need a mute button. We really need to push away from the uh, the trend of including people who are not qualified to be involved at the top level of politics being involved in the top level of politics. Like we've got to stop that man. Like clearly yeah, I just... it hasn't worked. It has not worked. We need to move <laughs> away from that. Like look, the thing that I was thinking watching this whole thing is I was like, there's two more of these. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if I could do two more. There was a point where Joe Biden looked at Chris Wallace like I looked at my dad when Joel was bigger than me and would beat me up when we were kids. <laughs> like, like, he was like, can you do something about this, please? Oh, my God, man. I just It was just a train wreck, to put it nicely. Yeah. You know it was bad when they got people on CNN just straight up cussing. <laughs> Which that's the the wild thing that like you're the only person that talked about it. Like I didn't see any other headline about it. I didn't talk to anyone else about it. Like who was it that like cursed on live TV? I don't know the lady's name, but like Jake Tapper came on and was like that was a train wreck in combination with a garbage fire. And the lady goes, "I'm just gonna call it what it is. That was a shit show." <laughs> oh god but see man this is the thing this is the thing with trump and this is why he just irks me and so many other people because he isn't interested in a legitimate intellectual or political debate or conversation you know he's interested in turning this into a schoolyard fight in which you know you're just lobbing you know insults at each other uh like that's his entire mentality and you know clearly that's working for his brand because you know there's a lot of people that are subscribing to it but like i had a moment of realization um the day after the debate because in my classroom a lot of my students were unhappy with the debate and how it went right but there Mm -hmm. was a certain section of my students um who were all in eighth grade uh, and all male uh, who they loved it. And the only reason that they loved the the debate was because they found it to be funny. They found the insults to be funny and they thought that it was entertaining. And I just had a moment of realizing like our president's mentality and the way that he approaches politics is appealing to the maturity level of an eighth grade boy. And that's a problem. Like, yeah, it's, it's, if if eighth graders are finding political debates hilarious for the memes and, and they're not actually being exposed to legitimate political thought and discussion and debate, then that's not good. Yeah. In all honesty, I would say neither side was very good. There, No one won this. Yeah. I feel like, if anything, they need to put out a public apology for wasting 90 minutes of my life. <laughs> like... <laughs> Good God. I was just sitting there like, I, what am I watching? Oh, man. It was one of those things where it was so bad 
you couldn't figure out why you were watching it, but you couldn't take your eyes away from it. <laughs> it, it was so bad. Uh, I honestly feel like you're just describing the place that America has been in for all of 2020 and it, actually most of 2019 as well. Like it's just one of those horrible tragedies that you're watching unfold and like you mm-hmm. know that you should just, you know, turn your eye away or, you know, do something about it, but you just can't, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it felt like I was listening to a Michael Jordan versus LeBron debate on steroids. (laughs) (laughs) Or trying to tell your parents that your music is good, too, not just theirs. Or trying to tell your parents that your generation works just as hard as theirs did. Yeah, you know, like, we got problems, too. (laughs) Trying to explain that you're tired. (laughs) That's what it felt like. I'm not going to lie. I've definitely caught myself like being skeptical whenever like some of my oh students God, are like, dude. Oh, I'm so tired. And my brain, I'm like, are you really that tired? Like, is it because you worked really hard or because you didn't do any work, but you stayed until 4am watching videos on YouTube hey, and either way is tired. You know? <laughs> either way is tired. Bro, I'm, turning <laughs> you know into, I'm turning into more and more of a boomer with each passing day, man. Because nothing drove me more crazy than me being like, man, I'm so tired. And my parents being like, tired of what? (laughs) 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 Are you serious right now, man? (laughs) Uh, The thing is, man, is that I get it. I get it, man. I'm not even a parent, but I understand why adults look at kids with such derision on their face. Whenever kids are like, oh, I'm so tired. Because when you're a kid, you really, like, you get what tired is. But when you're an adult, it just reaches a different level, man. Like, the tired yeah, just, just the thing is, your our, our tired levels are different, you know? <laughs> yeah. You went, through this, you went through the same tired that I'm going through now. It's just been so long that you forgot. <laughs> you know? Oh, dude, it's bad. It's bad. I'm, the closer I creep to 30, the more I just become very self-aware of how much of an old man I've always been. Yeah, I've just kind of realized that I'm grouchy. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were talking about this Christmas thing, I've started to realize even more so. <laughs> when I heard Melania say on that thing, who cares about decorating for Christmas? I was like, you know what? I felt that in an emotional way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-mm. And but then <laughs> I realized not it's not that I hate Christmas. Let's just make that real. I've been complaining about this since I was like a teenager, though, that we start this Christmas celebration entirely too early. Very true. You have been saying that since you were like 14, which, you know, I actually agree with you on that part. Nothing's more irritating than going to like a mall in October and seeing Christmas decorations. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely start all of that way too soon, man. Like, at, at the very least, we should be waiting until after Thanksgiving so that by the time we actually make it to Christmas, we're not burnt out from all the Christmas songs and whatnot. Because it's not like there's a lot to choose from with Christmas songs, you know? Yeah, like, because new Christmas songs are garbage. True. They're just bad. There's no, we like, for some reason, there seems to have been like a stopping point as to which good Christmas music was coming out. Which I don't fully understand why that is, but there's definitely a different quality to like the classic Christmas songs. 
And it's super rare to find like a newer Christmas song that actually sounds good. And then if they do sound good, they're just covers of old ones. Like no one's really putting out. I mean, people try to put out new ones, but they're just not good. Yeah. Either that or they're just like very meh, you know? Yeah. You're just like, oh, yay, Christmas. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Maybe one day we'll have a, 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 you know, some sort of new trend with music or something in which artists are able to create some really good new Christmas music. But I feel like we're going to be waiting for a while. Maybe. I think by that time, leaving your Christmas lights up will be uh, more acceptable in society. I feel like that should be acceptable now. (laughs) You know, like it's rather rather understandable, at least from my standpoint, for you to want to leave your Christmas lights up. Because, I mean, when you take them down, they just get tangled again. And then you just get frustrated come Christmas time when you have to untangle them and put them back up just to take them back down later. You know, it's just. Yeah, it's just a hassle. Yeah. It's just a hassle. Agreed. Maybe that's why I'm a Scrooge. <laughs> the work around making it look all nice and then taking it down like a month later is just. It's not me. Bro, it's that's like always been your thing, though. You've always been about convenience and ease and efficiency versus anything else. Yeah, work smart, not hard. Mm-hmm. I've been saying that for a long time, you know? True. Uh, uh, we should probably talk about how the voting has started in some places so that people know that, uh, you know, get out there and do your thing. All right. You should probably find a transition from what we were just talking about into that. That was my transition. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I'm just full of awkward transitions here. <laughs> I just, well, I, I just completely ran a train through your transition, so let's go again. <laughs> I mean, we could just leave it. It's fine. Oh, dude, that was so bad. <laughs> no, it's just because I was reading that um, in Houston, this dude named Steve Holtz, or whatever his name is, and a bunch of uh, other candidates are asking the Texas Supreme Court to shorten the early voting period and to limit drop-off locations. Of course they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course they are. Yeah, so I just wanted to make it known to people that, you know, voting is starting in places. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they can try to stop you, but make sure to be aware of how to work around that stuff so you can still vote. Yeah, try to plan ahead and get it taken care of. Um, on a positive side with the topic of voting and whatnot, uh, my girlfriend has started to uh, do her own research into certain questions and whatnot that she has about either a candidate, um, which is definitely a huge victory uh, because that's not really something that she ever really, you know, wanted to spend time doing before. Uh, Honestly, I I feel that vibe. Same. So I just want to give a a shout out to Brittany for doing that um, and encourage other people to do the same. You know, I know it's not fun, but, you know, just take, I don't know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes out of your day, you know, a couple days in a row and just kind of inform yourself um, and try to find the answers to some questions that you have, you know, so at the very least you can feel uh, more informed and more prepared um, when it comes time for you to vote. So. Yeah. And just kind of plan your day around voting. Just find your day. If you're going to the polls, like just, you know, plan when you're going to go mm-hmm. and just like plan accordingly. Cause you never know how long lines and stuff are going to be Yeah, with, you know, yeah. Hashtag um, election day should be a holiday. 
That's mm. true. That should be a holiday. <laughs> Period. <sighs> but also speaking of Britney, um, I should include this because I said I would. Um, Vin Diesel. Oh yeah. <laughs> put out a single. <laughs> <laughs> I would play it, but I want our podcast to stay up. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, no DMCA here. No DMCA. Yeah, so look that up. He put out a single. It's... Oh, you listened to it? It's a song. You yeah, listened to it? it's a song. Ooh, yeah, I did. did it, was it's, he it's, like... Was he crooning, or was he like... No, I wouldn't say anything Vin Diesel does is crooning. <laughs> so what, it, what was his style? It's kind of like a... a you're, your regular uh pop song oh you know, oh nothing vin diesel nothing special vin diesel and pop just doesn't sound like it mixes side that's note that's why my review is it's a song <laughs> <laughs> side note that is related to to vin diesel but not his song i low-key kind of feel bad for him Ever since The Rock kind of replaced him as the number one super muscular bald dude in Hollywood, like Vin Diesel mm-hmm. just disappeared. And he even got muscled out of his own movie franchise by The Rock. And I just yeah. I'm I'm wondering where his mind is at, man. Like I, I enjoyed some of the stuff that he did before when I was younger. And now I'm just kind of like, oh, I feel bad because you definitely cannot compete with Dwayne. Like, that's just not going to happen. Do you still happen. watch Fast and Furious movies as they come out? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I watched, I like, I... I watched the, the, the one with The Rock and um, uh, Idris Elba. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot the name of that one. But that one was a, that one was actually pretty good. Uh, but it was less Fast and Furious and more just pure action. Because um, I hear that that franchise is going to space. <sighs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> what? I don't even know what to say about that or what to do with that. Uh, R.I.P. Paul Walker, uh, because the mm-hmm. franchise that you started is just not the same. <laughs> it's just not the same thing that it was. Uh, and it's not really good anymore. I don't know what they're doing with it. They should just leave it be. But, yeah, I mean, they can't. They make so much money off of every single one. They really do. They really do. I mean, from a mindless entertainment, lots of action type of standpoint, you know, it's a solid movie choice, but it's not one that I'm necessarily like super excited about going to the movies for, you know. So would your review of them be, it's a movie? Yes, very much so. <laughs> it's a movie. It's uh, a yeah, movie. very much so. Good Lord. Uh, I feel like there's something else we were supposed to talk about, but that side note definitely has distracted my brain from whatever it was. Well, if you just want to go to this random news story that I didn't tell you what it was before, oh, we could just oh, go straight to that. I remembered. I remember because you said the word random. Last thing before you get to that surprise story. Um, mm-hmm. Joe Montana, like Joe Montana, uh, oh, yeah. as a grandfather, prevented a kidnapping of his own grandchild, which is just so awesome. Like, it's scary, but it's like cool to know that, like, Old Joe Montana still got it, you know, like he ain't playing around. Um, I don't know who's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to steal a grandkid <laughs> from this dude's house. Right. Like, I'm going to try to steal Joe mind? Montana's grandchild from his own house. Like what goes through your mind? that's like, yo, that's a great way to spend the night. <laughs> and now, now that you weren't even successful and you're in jail, you're the dude that couldn't 
take a grandkid from an old person. Yeah, you're the dude that couldn't. You uh, got you got Joe hands Montana. put on you. <laughs> you got hands put on you, <laughs> and now you're in jail. You're the dude that lost the round of fisticuffs to Joe Montana. Like, come on, man. Yeah, you know, like it's not even like Joe Montana is a big guy. <laughs> You got hands uh, from bro. Joe Montana. Let me tell you something, though. Let me tell you something. Some of these old heads that are like Joe's age. They got old man strength, that, listen, you know? yes. Old man strength is the real thing. All right? If people don't believe it, go play basketball with your dad. Oh, my God. That old man strength, man. Dude. <laughs> you like, I didn't know he still had it. Dude. I made the mistake when I was a teenager of, like, challenging my dad to a series of basketball games and like this is when he was kind of bigger, you know. Like he he's he's lost weight over the years. Um, super proud of him for that. But like you know, when I was a, a teenager, you know, he's kind of a big guy, and like he would just mercilessly post me up, you know, just yeah. just endlessly post me up, and there was literally nothing I could do. I was like five foot two, and just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> My dad beat me. This was before I made varsity. Mm-hmm. He beat me in basketball and then refused to ever play me again. So I can never say I beat my dad in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big brain play. Yeah, he said, so you never say that you beat me. And I was like, okay. All <laughs> yeah, right. So what's, the, what's a, this surprise story that you got for me? So here, this is in Britain. Okay. The headline is Gray Parrots. Separated at zoo after sw- a swearing streak. <laughs> uh. says, the zoo had to separate five foul mouthed parrots. <laughs> I'm just okay, so. In all honesty, I actually saw this story earlier this week because uh, mm-hmm. uh, Brittany's dad, I think he texted it in a group chat or something. Oh, he beat me to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he, he beat you to it. But, like, I didn't actually, like, read the article. But, like, I'm just imagining, you know, like, two little kids, little Joe and Sally, you know, going to the zoo. The parents are excited to have a great day. And then these parents just verbally assault these children. <laughs> For, for no reason. And then the worst part is the kids are in the car on the way back home, right? Yeah. And they're like, hey, mom, what does this word mean? <laughs> <laughs> Why were the parents saying that? Oh, dude. And little kids, little kids are such parrots themselves. You know, mm-hmm. like I have to be very careful around my girlfriend's niece just because like she it will pick up anything and everything and she will always remember it and will repeat it at the worst of times. So I can only imagine what it was like for all of those parents. Oh, I have a story about that, but oh. she'll probably kill me if she listens. Hopefully she doesn't listen this far into the podcast. Oh, my so God. my girlfriend oh, no. was uh, doing laundry, right? Which word, know, did you teach, a- which word did you teach them? Because I already know. I didn't teach them anything. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. So this is why she'll probably kill me. She probably doesn't want me telling the story. So she was doing laundry. And have you ever done that thing where like your head's like in a cabinet or something and you can lift up without thinking you hit your head? Yeah. 
So she did that and she hit her head off the washer. Oof. And so, you know, generally when you hit your head or you stub your toe, you yell an obscenity, right? Yeah. And her son was standing right there and he parroted it and he said it repeatedly. And she said, I guess I'm just going to have to tell people that he's saying truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i just i feel for parents i really do because like yeah sometimes life just happens you know it just happens yeah, and sometimes you just gotta get a a sentence flavorer in there you yeah know? you know and so you just gotta let it fly you know you just that's the only word that will suffice in the moment and yeah Dude, I'm. I feel sorry for her, but that's definitely hilarious. It's hilarious. It's like hilarious. some of my some of my favorite it. things is when a kid like innocently learns a, a bad word and like just says it like very innocently, and the parent just has that moment of just mortification. Like that's one of the funniest things in the world to me. Yeah, it's so. it's great. Like I know people like strongly discourage it, but there are a few things funnier in this world than a kid swearing, <laughs> especially like a little kid yeah it's just hilarious <laughs> <laughs> obviously uh, we don't encourage it yeah. but it's just so funny <laughs> dude little kids and like very old people like very sweet looking old people cursing is so funny to me like, yeah <laughs> or like when there's a person who never ever swears Ooh. And they just let one fly unexpectedly. <laughs> that's that's just, great. That just reminds me of the time I did that in front of you. Uh, at AHA, we were like coming back from lunch and we had gotten in trouble because of, uh, was it Paul Lippy? No, it wasn't Lippy. God, bro. I think it was. Jesus. I think it was Aaron. I'm not sure. It was one of those kids that like really just like irritated everybody. Bro, mm. and, like I was so mad. I don't know why I was so mad, but like I called him a dumbass because of what he did, and you were the only other person to hear it. Yeah, I was shocked. <laughs> you had, that that wasn't your lane at the moment. I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, bro. You, the look of shock and surprise on your face was classic. Oh man, bro, I remember that. I remember that. I was absolutely surprised. Oh, bro. That was a good one. That was really good. Um, so, yeah. We're not really going to do an intro as we did. And there's, I guess, no classic outro. But, you know. Uh, do your own thing. Be empathetic. Uh, follow us on social media, you know. Share this. Like and subscribe. Person, you know. Shoot us a DM. You know, we, we definitely would appreciate the uh, the interaction and whatnot. Um, if uh, if someone is talking, just shout over them like you're at the debate and give them our podcast name. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Definitely. Subtweets and therapy. Always remember, yeah. he subtweets, I'm therapy. All right. Don't forget See it. See you next week. Later.